What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We're breaking down all the wide receiver matchups for week six. So let's just hop into it. If you're not subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button and hit the like button right now. Just get it out of the way. And if you don't know, I am doing a giveaway right now brought to you by Modern Memorabilia. We are giving away a signed Jonu Smith mini helmet. Click the link in the description, my link tree link, and go to either Facebook or Twitter. Go look at my pin post so you can see the details. Go check it out. And also, check out my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. You need to go check this out. I am bringing you news. I'm bringing you content every single day. All you have to do is download one app, and you're going to be able to get everything from me, all the updates as far as like fantasy relevant news, all the content that I'm bringing you, which is multiple videos every single day. I do three start and sit live streams every single week on Thursday, uh, which is today it is going to be coming out today at two o'clock California time. That's Pacific time. Make sure you join. Make sure you look for the link that's in there right now and make sure you hit the bell so you know when it's starting. Let's jump into it. We got four teams on a bye. We got the Seahawks, Raiders, Saints, and the Chargers on a bye this week. First game on the slate, the Texans at the Titans. Got to start Will Fuller, and you got to start Brandon Cooks. I talked about it last week that Brandon Cooks was going to be a lot more involved in the offense with the coaching change. Why would you get this guy on your team if you are not going to use him? Look at how they used him last week. Will Fuller still had a good game. Brandon Cooks balled out. Both these guys, you got to start. A.J. Brown, he is always a must start. This guy is a monster. Do you see the way that he was going across the middle of the field and just getting wide open in space? He is always going to do that. Must start. Everybody else, I'm sitting. Sitting Randall Cobb. I'm sitting Kenny Stills. I am sitting Corey Davis. I am sitting Adam Humphreys. And Khalif Raymond, if you are deep diving, I am sitting him as well. Three guys that you can start in this game, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, A.J. Brown, but that is it. All right, the Bengals and the Colts. There's not too many wide receivers to talk about here. Literally everybody is on my sit list. T. Higgins, I'm not playing him versus the Colts. Tyler Boyd, same thing. I am sitting him down. I'm not playing either one of these guys in this matchup. A.J. Green, he's questionable, and he's probably going to miss this game, so just make other plans right now if you have A.J. Green. For the Colts, T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal, those are the only guys worth talking about, and both of them are sits. I really don't like the way that T.Y. Hilton and Phillip Rivers get along. Not personally, I just mean their rapport, their chemistry. I mean, they don't really have it there. I think this past week was T.Y. Hilton's best game, and it was really just one long pass that even got him to 69 yards or whatever it was. So not worth playing any of these guys. It's uh, I, I'm just avoiding this matchup at all costs as far as the wide receivers go. Okay, Falcons at the Vikings. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson roll them out. It is going to be a big game for them going up against Falcons. Calvin Ridley is a start. Julio Jones did not practice today. So it, the, the Falcons, they're just not right without Julio Jones. Um, I, I just, I don't even know what to say other than that. The offense just does not look the same without him. So if Julio Jones doesn't play, you've got to pump the brakes a little bit on Calvin Ridley. I mean, I know you really can't sit him, but, you need to be a little bit smarter with your flex, maybe go with the higher upside guy and just kind of plan for Ridley to have maybe not that good of a game, even against a secondary like the Vikings, which isn't that good. And I am sitting Russell Gage. I'm pretty much dropping Russell Gage in smaller leagues 
yeah, there's somebody else on the on the waiver wire. I'm sure that is a better that's better for your bench than Russell Gage right now. Broncos at the Patriots. So I'm starting Julian Edelman and I'm starting to kill Harry now that Cam's back. If you remember the last time that Cam played with him, got each of them over 10, over 10 targets each. Really just peppering those two guys amongst everybody else. Now he's really not throwing to the running backs that much. He's not throwing to the tight ends. It's really all Edelman and all Harry. Now from the Denver side, I feel like Jerry Judy is going to get shut down. I have him as a sit. Bill Belichick, they always do whatever they can to take out the number one threat in, in the offense as far as like passing goes, and that's going to be Jerry Judy. So I think that Tim Patrick is a real sneaky flex play this week, and I think someone that you can get in there if you play in 12-man leagues or more, someone that you can count on just a little bit. There's no Noah Fant this week. I mean, at least not as of today. Today's uh, Thursday morning. So Got to monitor the injuries there, but I think Tim Patrick is a good start, and I think we're going to be with another week without Noah Fant. I know he's a tight end. I'm just throwing it out there on why Tim Patrick is a decent flex play. <coughs> KJ Hamler, I don't know why it said New England on there for a while, but I fixed it for you guys on Denver. I, I'm not starting him. I feel like a breakout for him is coming. We just don't know when. It's going to take the right matchup, and it's going to take Drew Locke needing to be back. We still don't know if Drew Locke's coming back this game or not. And Demir Bird, someone who definitely has promise. I just don't think with Cam. I mean, he got all those targets last week because he's playing with the backup quarterbacks. And, you know, he's the number one receiver for these backup quarterbacks when they're doing their one-on-one -on -one stuff. So I think Demir Bird was kind of just a flash in the pants with Hoyer and Stidham. And maybe, you know, he'll come to fruition, but I just don't think it's going to be this week. And I got to see some chemistry with him and Cam before I even think about throwing him in there. All right, Washington at the Giants. I am sitting everybody in this matchup except for Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Let's get him in there versus the Giants. I'm sitting Darius Slayton, and I'm sitting Golden Tate. Darius Slayton, I mean, he may have a good game. He may throw up 50, 60 yards, but we can't expect big things going up against Washington, who's had a pretty good secondary. And the front line on Washington, they get a lot of sacks, and Daniel Jones gives up a lot of sacks. So I just feel like it's not going to be a good game at all for the Giants. I, I think they really struggle on offense, and they're really going to struggle to get their timing down, especially if Chase Young is just in the backfield disrupting like he always does. I, I'm just pumping the brakes on all my Giants and really everybody except for Terry McLaurin. No one is even start-worthy on Washington other than him. Ravens versus the Eagles. So the only one worth talking about from Baltimore is Marquise Brown, and he is a start versus the Eagles. Even if he's going up against Darius Slayton, they're just looking for him more often, and he's getting more targets than he's ever gotten. So they're just keep going back to him. I feel like his volume creates a large enough floor for him where you just got to start him, even if it's in your flex. Everybody else? I'm sitting. I mean, I'm talking about all the Eagles here. Travis Fulgham, I'm sitting him. Greg Ward, sitting him. And a lot of the reason why Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, they may be coming back. Both of them are at practice on Wednesday. So if they come back, Travis Fulgham is not going to be a thing. Greg Ward is not going to be a thing. And I, I don't I don't have the stones to play Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson, you know, coming back versus the Ravens. I think the Ravens are just going to smash on the Eagles in this game, even though it is in Philadelphia. So I'm just pumping the brakes on all the Eagles and I got to be pretty desperate and have to have to start one. I think I will start Travis Fulgham, but a lot of it depends on if Jeffrey 
or Jackson or even active. So that's why you want to go to my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. So you can get all the updates coming to you. You don't even have to worry about it. All you're going to have to do is download one app and just wait for me to tell you what is going on in the fantasy world. Browns at the Steelers. Okay. I think you got to start everybody in this game. I mean, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, I I mean, they're flex-worthy guys. I mean, obviously, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit on them. But you're going to have to throw the ball because you're not going to be able to run the ball. So if it's a PPR league, I think both of them are going to get enough work to where they're going to have, you know, decent floor games. Obviously, they're not going to be scoring off the charts versus the Steelers. So you got to make sure that you're taking chances other places in your lineup and giving yourself higher ceilings in different places. Now, for the Steelers, I'm starting all three guys. I'm starting Juju. I'm starting Deontay. I'm starting Chase Claypool. I mean, if anybody out of these three seems like a bad play, it's Juju. But I got to start him. I mean, defenses, they're going to have to start accounting for Deontay Johnson, assuming that he doesn't get hurt in the first quarter of every game. Like, sorry, guys, if you're starting him, that just that really sucks. And Chase Claypool, did you see how they were getting him involved? It wasn't just in the pass game. It was in the rush game. They're going to figure out ways that to get this kid involved. And if you guys haven't been watching me for that long, in the week three waivers that I put out, I was talking up Chase Claypool. He only had four receptions in the NFL at that point. And all I kept saying is how special this kid is. How you cannot deny his talent and how you're going to need to get him touches no matter what to try to get in space. So I think Chase Claypool is a great pickup this week. If you got him on waivers, boom, that is freaking awesome. Lucky you because he should be awesome going forward. Bears at the Panthers. You got to start Allen Robinson. I mean, he is a must start. He's going to get 10 plus targets every single game with Nick Foles. And you got to start DJ Moore. He's a flex play. I know the Bears, they do have a tough defense. He's still a flex play for me. And Robbie Anderson, he is a set it and forget it starter. As of right now, I mean, last two games, 11 targets and 13 targets last week. So you got to get him in there. He is getting all the volume. And then I am sitting Anthony Miller. I'm sitting Curtis Samuel. Lions at the Jaguars. Now you got to start Kenny Galladay. I mean, that is a must. DJ Chark, he did not practice on Wednesday. This is something that you need to monitor. Don't forget, fantasyfootballhustler.com. I'll monitor it for you. Go sign up right now. It just costs you a dollar, and you're going to get all the updates plus some access to me, plus a bunch of content that I'm just bringing right to you every single day. Now, DJ Chark. If he, if he plays, you start him. Minshew, he just goes to him too, too often in the end zone for me to ever sit him. He's a must-start when he plays, especially going up against someone like the Lions who doesn't have the best secondary. Now, LaVisca Chenault, I have him as a flex play, but DJ Chark must play. Chenault needs Chark to play to get that underneath work that gets him all of his money. So, LaVisca Chenault, you have to monitor the Chark part of this because if Chark does not play, you do not play Chenault. So, they, they go hand in hand and they need one. They need Chenault needs Chark to be able to get his work and to be able to get underneath enough to be worthy of flex play. I'm sitting everybody else, I'm sitting Marvin Jones, I'm sitting Danny Amendola, I'm sitting Chris Connolly, and I'm sitting Keelan Cole. I'm not touching those guys. Marvin Jones, talk about a bust. He has been horrible this year. So 
I'm sure he was dropped in your league. Maybe he's worth picking up after this game, but I would not recommend it. Even if he has a good game, do not waste a spot on him. He's going to be mediocre at best. It's all about Kenny Galladay. That, that's all they're going to keep going to. And it's all about TJ Hawkinson. Stafford loves Hawkinson way more than Marvin Jones is what it seems like. I don't know what it is with Marvin Jones, but he is maybe he's hurt or something. There's got to be some explanation, but sitting Marvin Jones, don't start him. All right, about the second half of the Sunday games, Jets at the Dolphins. Got to start Jamison Crowder. I mean, <laughs> if you have him on your team, you know why you got to start him. I mean, he's just he's getting the volume and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's going to get the volume. Uh, for the my, for the Dolphins, Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, you got to start them against the horrible Jets. Devontae Parker getting all the volume there. And Preston Williams, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to him deep, and it looks nice. And going up against the Jets, it's a recipe for success because the Jets suck. So start Devontae Parker, start Preston Williams in your flex sitting everybody else. I'm sitting Brashad Perryman. I'm sitting Jeff Smith. I'm sitting Jakeem Grant. I'm sitting Isaiah Ford. I'm not playing any one of those guys. Packers at the Buccaneers. Devontae Adams, he's good to go. He doesn't even have an injury designation anymore. So lock and load him, of course. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both of them are questionable. Chris Godwin, he was limited at practice. Mike Evans, he did not play, he did not practice on Wednesday. So I'm going to say it again. Sorry if you're annoyed. FantasyFootballHustler.com. I bring you all those updates. All you have to do is download an app, and you're going to get all the news coming from me. Mike Evans did not practice on Wednesday. Chris Godwin, he was limited. Now, sitting everybody else. I'm sitting MVS. I am not playing Marquez Valdez-Scantling. If Devontae Adams is there, he's going to be getting all the volume. Him and the tight end, Toyon, man, he looks good, and he's the number two in that offense. For whatever reason, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and MVS, I mean, they never really get on the same page for huge volume games. He can always get, you know, three to five receptions, you know, 60, 70, 80 yards um, on a high note. But I just don't think he has a ceiling that you want, especially um, not with some of the other players that are out there. Now, Scotty Miller, Justin Watson, I'm sitting both those guys. Scotty Miller, if Evans doesn't play, then that makes Scotty Miller a little bit interesting. But if Mike Evans and Chris Godwin don't play, Scotty Miller is a horrible play. So is Justin Watson. They, they kind of just need each other to be there. And a lot of it is, I mean, really everything, it's about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So we got to monitor those guys as of – Thursday morning, Mike Evans did not practice on Wednesday. Chris Godwin was limited. Sunday night football, Rams at the 49ers. You got to start Cooper Cup and you got to start Robert Woods, of course. Robert Woods, man, he is just awesome. The way that he works, he works in bunches and it doesn't matter what his matchup is. They find creative ways to get him involved, whether it's in jet sweeps or, you know, just different things out of the backfield. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup must start. Josh Reynolds, Van Jefferson, I'm sitting them down. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Kendrick Bourne, I'm also sitting them down. Kyle uh, Shanahan, he said that they were going to ease Debo Samuel back into the offense. That is an understatement. They've definitely been doing that. I think Jimmy G is going to be getting the start this week, but it really doesn't matter because he's still hobbled. Uh, I'm sitting everybody from the Rams as far as my wide receivers go. Monday night football. 
Monday night football, the first of two games. First one is the Chiefs at the Bills. You got to start Tyreek Hill. You got to pump the brakes a little bit because if he's on, if Tredavious White is covering him, it's just going to slow him down a little bit. Either way, you got to start Tyreek Hill. I mean, I find it hard to believe that you can sit him down. They find creative ways to get him in the mix. He just doesn't get a lot of volume. Now, because I believe Tyreek Hill does get slowed down a little bit, I think Miko Hardman is a great play this week, especially in the flex. But if you are down a bunch of wide receivers due to injury or due to bye weeks, me, Cole Hardman is a great play this week. Now, Stefan Diggs, you got to play him. There's no sitting him down. There's no denying the connection that him and Josh Allen have. Now, John Brown, I feel like he's a start if he plays. We don't know if he's going to play. He did miss last week's game on Tuesday, but it was right up to game time. I mean, it was, you know, right the hour and a half when they have to give you the heads up on who the inactives are. That's the first that we heard that he wasn't playing. I thought that he was going to play. He practiced last week, but didn't end up playing. Now, if John Brown doesn't play, I feel like Cole Beasley is a really good flex play and Gabriel Davis kind of gets into flex-worthy uh, territory. So got to monitor that. A lot of it is banking on John Brown. Oh, and I forgot, my sit for Kansas City is going to be Sammy Watkins. Uh, he's questionable right now. He's supposed to miss a couple weeks. I mean, I'm surprised he's still designated as questionable when on Sunday after the injury, they said it looks like he's going to miss a little bit of time. So I assume that was, you know, a couple weeks, not a couple days. So that's why I got Mecole Hardman as one of my starts. Final game on the slate, the Cardinals at the Cowboys. Now we know the Cowboys have a horrible defense, so I'm starting DeAndre Hopkins, and I am flexing Christian Kirk. Now I'm not playing Larry Fitzgerald, and I'm not playing Andy Isabella. Nope, not going to do it. Amari Cooper, something we got to monitor because apparently he got hurt in the game. He wasn't on the injury report or anything leading up to the game, no injury, injury designation, and was hobbled. That's why he apparently shit the bed and got his two receptions for, I don't know, whatever it was. Uh, CD lamb. He seems like a must start. I mean, obviously it's, uh, CD lamb. I mean, he was a must start with Dak. I mean, I think he's pretty close to it with Andy Dalton. I think you got to start him versus the Cardinals. Unless Amari Cooper doesn't play, then, you know, maybe CeeDee Lamb's getting shadowed by Patrick Peterson. But either way, I think they get him involved enough to where he's going to have a safe floor. And I'm sitting Michael Gallup. I want to see it from Andy Dalton getting connected with Michael Gallup. I feel like now, maybe with Dalton, maybe Michael Gallup does get out of the gutter. I mean, he was, he was very close to a drop a must drop with Dak just because Dak was not getting him involved at all. Maybe Dalton calls his number a little bit more. We got to see it. And uh, someone is going to be the odd man out. I mean, Cooper is number one. CD lamb is number two. I mean, they're going to be running the ball a lot with Zeke. So now it's going to be like, who's going to be the next guy up. Is it going to be Schultz or is it going to be Gallup? I have no idea, but I think either way, Dalton's probably not going to be going through progressing through that many of his wide receivers. I mean, all the linemen are kind of messed up. So it's, it, uh, it sucks for the Cowboys right now. I don't like the Cowboy fans. So, I mean, it's hilarious for me. I really feel bad for Dak. So, I mean, that part's not hilarious, but I like seeing Cowboy fans who a couple weeks ago told me this was their year to win the Super Bowl. Now they're at two and three Crimea river. <laughs> all right, guys, wide receiver video in the books, every game, every matchup, every, Week. 
I got all the other videos up. I got the QBs up. I got the Y. I got the tight ends up. I got the running backs up. So go hit it up after. Go hit them up. Check them out every single week. I'm doing this for you. I'm bringing you this content on the red. Go check out all the videos that I did this week. And I'm going to shout it out one more time. FantasyFootballHustler.com. Go check it out. You can sign up for as little as a dollar. And then you get the extra entry into the Janu Smith signed helmet giveaway. Go check it out, guys. Click the link tree link in the description right now, and you'll see the Facebook link that you can click on, and boom, you're there. Or click the Twitter link, and boom, you're there. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Go ahead and do it now if you're on YouTube. Go ahead and smash like no matter what platform you're on right now. I will see you guys for the next video. I'm bringing you some betting picks, some picks against the spread, some money line picks, and I'm going to be bringing you some over under picks. I did about, I was at about 50% last week in my spread picks, and I was well over 75% in my over unders and my money line picks. So make sure you go check it out. That's going to be dropping for you either later on Thursday night or on Friday morning. One of the two. Check me out for my live stream today at two o'clock California time. Don't forget, check it out, hit it up, come in and ask some questions. Peace out.